It's the 5th of May. Too late for Star Wars jokes, but the radio crew wanted to celebrate this day, the Cinco de Mayo, so specially themed rimlocks with very wide brims were ordered. A collection of black cases are lined up, which can only assume hold musical instruments. Juan is making his moustache look extra big. Harry's got his hand on his maracas as usual. Norma's getting ready to blow something enormous. Wilma's got her arms around something curvy that she's promised will make beautiful noises when fingered in the correct way. Rudolph's got a lovely shade of red, or grey as he calls it, as, the test, as he tests another batch of salsa. And as for me, my heartless, I'm looking forward to a siesta, which I understand is some kind of motor vehicle. Now, Norma's currently viciously attacking a little paper donkey hanging from the ceiling with a big stick. We feel sorry for the piñata, but Fluss is scooping up all the treats and quickly snaffling them into her pockets for later in the show. Rudolph calls for silence, taps with what one can only hope is his baton, and says... Our pipes are live! to the 5th, not the Revenge of the 6th. That's tomorrow. <laughs> Given the amount of chilli I've scoffed today, I think that's also known as Montezuma's Revenge, isn't it? I, I thought that was the water. You were thinking of Johnny Cash. A boy named Sue. No, he means the Ring of Fire. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure you're mistaken. That's around the Pacific. It can't be that bad. Just make sure you stay downwind. And on... Uh, that rather spicy note, it's time, I think, in a second, for some headlines. And I've lost my first bong. This is a good oh, start. Seamless. Seems. <laughs> Look under the desk. Seamless. There we Find go. It. Hang on, I'm going to do that one again. It's so good. I'm going to do. I'm going to do that one again. Here we go. The reports of its demise have been somewhat. Exaggerated. What goes up? Who knows what you might hear? Is this change to the digestion too much to swallow? The correct order of things is made perfectly clear. Hackswing bring us the latest news from the Thargoid front line. We've Adam in Avic. In any event, it's the community news with a double bong. With double bongs, yes. Seamless. Totally, totally seamless. There was shock this week in the galactic community as a patient 
that had been subjected to extended analysis, speculation as to their health, uh, most of which was related to whether there were degrees of dead, referring back to Miracle Max's invention of the concept of mostly dead, and, of course, invasive autopsy, as well as publication of possibly the highest number of obituaries ever recorded for a single entity. Upon which point the patient sat up, looked around, stretched and said, in a rather confused voice, I'm not dead, you know. We are, of course, referring to the Pilots' Federation itself, which went into a short hibernation last week, but has reappeared, rejuvenated, re-energised and ready to rock and roll across the galaxy once again. This one-week equivalent of a political power nap appears to have been brought on not by the speculated passing into the netherworld of the PF itself, but the entire team taking a week-long game night with their little painted miniatures and getting so obsessed with their dice and tape measure combo, they had little time to keep an eye on what the rest of us were up to in the meantime. Hand in hand, with their stretch and their yawn on awakening from their nap, they promptly declared that anyone with thumbs could now also have feet. What's more, the feet, uh, minus shoes of course, were free. And not only that, they could keep their thumbs and not have to choose between the two. The nail varnish used on the thumbs could also be used on the feet, which made many people happy. Of course, those choosing feet did have to ensure they actually had legs on which to put the feet, as feet don't work when grafted to your ass. Some people objected to the cost of legs, saying that they had little time to dedicate to finding a decent pair of pins. There was also something to do with windows. If you're confused, then here's the not confusing version of this article. Yes, if your shipboard systems are run by corporations such as Sony and Microsoft, you can change them to ones run by... Microsoft, the other bit, using a large photocopier, which understandably is great at photocopying banknotes from the Bank of Zeons and 3D printing ships for you, but it's really rubbish at photocopying fleet carriers as they're way too big to fit on the plate. Unless you're Jaguarius, but he just chopped his up into little pieces first, which is awesome, as Team Hotbox can now run up a subdivision called Team Notbox and come and join the apology officer referred to by some as Splitter. So I'm glad that's all been cleared up. A number of well-known galactic doomsayers burnt their sandwich boards and placards in disgust as they'd just spent a week preparing more doom and had to throw it all in the bin. A minor incident was declared over at the Orbital yesterday after rehearsals by a visiting performance of Return to the Forbidden Planet were overheard by station personnel who took the clear instruction to reverse polarity, quite literally and unfortunately flipped the switch that sent everyone shooting towards the ceiling. This, this incident is normally reserved for one-off environmental system accidents, as seen in the latest video from the Bore Pit, where a number of commanders were sent shooting into the ether by mag boots that appear to have gone into reverse, keeping the will away from any firm surface to stand on. Deadly GF has been regularly seen flying around the interior of fleet carriers during outings of the Hutton School Ninja. 
Floor mopping guy, ably assisted by Rolla Gafferty, then spare mop 6 to, seven to 11, managed to create the kind of contraption that's normally reserved for removing spider webs from the upper corners of stairwells. And of course, his trusty Suckomatic 400R. The floating commanders were finally removed from their unexpected gravitationally challenged low altitude flight paths, some with a few more bruises than others. And the station control room now has a big safety cover over the polarity switch. Commanders are asked to be continually aware of the potential for solar storms from Proxima to mess with the physics of it and you should could feel a light little light on your feet all of a sudden. Please grab the nearest firmly attached piece of scenery and hold on tight in case your feet decide to go the full Mary Poppins. It is not recommended to use climbing safety tethers in these kinds of situations as you'll end up looking like a helium-filled party balloon tethered to the nearest gantry and if there's a power glitch in your suit systems, you'll end up flailing around like a high-pressure hose with no one attached to the business end. Which would end up with you getting red on you. And that's why it's busy studying the notes from Article 1 to work out what the situation dead equals alive and kicking means and whether it involves zombies or not. One of the less well-explained items in Wednesday's announcement by the Pilots' Federation was something called Key Feature Overhaul. Now, here at Hutton, as you know, we're not given to wild speculation, but it has got us thinking. What kind of features could be overhauled and, and, and how? Now, one option might be that all of the powerplay portraits are to be repainted by the great, great, great... I'll just skip ahead of it. Um, great, great, great grandson of Picasso. A cubist picture of Hudson, for example, would allow you to see both sides of both of his faces at once. And we can't wait to see what Ashley Duval would look like. Having said that, we think that's not so likely, given the cost of commissioning a painter. But we do think it's entirely possible that a Mr. Potato Head Hollow Me may be launched upon the galaxy, allowing you to overhaul your character's features as you like. Maybe put one of the eyes on the back of your head so that you can at last see who's sneaking up onto you, given that the technology required to create a rear-view mirror was so inexplicably lost sometime in the last thousand years. Poincare is looking forward to getting the extra big moustache. Flossie's looking for a pan accessory. And Harry is hoping to find an add-on to stop his being gender-neutral. Other options for the key feature overhaul are keys. Yes, it's been a long bit of worry that on disembarking our ships, we don't seem very good at locking the doors after ourselves. Then again, a key feature could refer to the colour key used in ships. And maybe the feature is a digital colouring box that lets us change everything to a vivid shade of pink. Or taupe. Or khaki. Can you have khaki light? How about puce? Or powder puff blue? The Bank of Zeons, who also appear to run all the stock markets in the galaxy, have confirmed that three trillion shares in Brewer Corporation were sold last week by Zach Rackham, galactic billionaire, philanthropist, eccentric oddball, and owner of just about everything related to social media in the galaxy. 
As to what he is doing with these newfound trillions of credits is open to speculation, but we can exclusively reveal that he has bought a significant share in the Galnet News Digest broadcast outlet. He has turned down a position on the board, mainly as Wotherspoon and Beetlejuice were already sitting on it, and it is a rather short plank, but there are suggestions that he sees the potential for expansion of the GND network into new areas. He's said to be an enormous fan of the irreverent style and has been known to sit over at Rackham's Peak guffawing with laughter over Beetlejuice's outtakes and cursing whenever the Hutton Orbital radio team chopped them off at the end of the segments. As a fan of independent media, and with such outlets as the Galactic Forums, Galtwit, Galtube and Glitch already in his stable, there are concerns that Essien Zach, as his detractors call him, would have too much power over the media that people read on their tablets. Commander Wotherspoon has been at pains to remind everyone that the independence of the Galnet News Digest is very dear to his heart, and of course, he would never dream of being biased towards anyone except the person with the largest wallet and benefiting from extreme largesse. Anchorwoman Beetlejuice is said to have gone a little starry-eyed when counting the zeros on her bonus check and has placed an order for all of the gold, golden, goldish and shiny paint jobs for her classic Cobra, plus a new set of paintbrushes. She has also considered starting her own broadcast channel with the proceeds and is thinking of naming it Easel Does It, which we think is quite nifty. Various governments have summoned Hesse and Zack to their offices concerned about the takeover and are investigating the independence of the media, something both the Federation and Empire detest, and whether the wrong kind of independence provides an existential threat to their own part of the galaxy. But there is no news at this stage whether the Galnet Rares Digest will also be seeing a windfall of this size, but Amelia Hawk was too busy living her usual dangerous life to be able to look into it properly. We have an incoming message from one Dead Meat GF, nearly full-time resident of the Naughty Step. Message reads as follows. After discovering that I am not the most adept pilot at subterfuge, I had to resort to murderizing inhabitants of settlements in order to keep my missions covert. I mean, if no one's alive, they can't raise an alarm, right? But these things come with a price. Not just the bounty on my head, but the nightmares were really starting to get to me. They were worse than the ones after I had to share a room with Hanky at ECM. So, I've been relaxing, taking courier missions, being ferried around by courteous Apex pilots, delivering packages to uh, mostly grateful recipients, or collecting them of course. Nothing illegal either, because I need to get my notoriety down to zero so I can pay the fines. But this story isn't about me, it's about what I heard and how it made the nightmares worse. I was idly listening to the comms chatter Apex pilots not being the chattiest of companions, and happened upon some Hutton pilots discussing their mission. It all seemed fairly normal and interesting. Who was in whose ship, where they were, times of arrival, making sure they all got to their goal together, that sort of thing. 
The first had made Planetfall and had located the objective, while the others were en route and giving their distance when I realised that this was a kill mission. It was, however, a kill mission with a difference. Not content with getting in, getting the job done and getting out, they were toying with their prey, like a cat toys with a half-dead mouse. And then came the point where I was chilled to the bone. Don't you dare kill them before I get there! It was Flossie. The quietly spoken, kindly favourite of the Pilots' Federation was not simply on a kill mission. She was demanding, in the strongest of terms and in a tone I'd never heard, not even when dealing out the strongest of pannings, that she would be the one to kill the target. I, I can't bring myself to tell of the consequences to her teammates that she described should they not allow her to do the dastardly deed, but I can assure you I have not slept a wink since. Message ends. Incoming encrypted transmission. Decrypting. Decryption complete. Stand by for a message from Hexcom Actual. Okay, Hexwing. We've got stations needing evac and goids that need repelling. Starting with the goids, our top defensive priorities are HIP 38225, currently with a marginal presence. Paukuman with a moderate presence, and Didio with a massive presence. Keep an eye on Thargoid.watch for current status updates. Isherwood Station in Novus is damaged and needs to evacuate all non-essential personnel. Remember to pack up with economy passenger cabins and heat sinks for evacuation runs. It's an Imperial Station, so if you've been trying to up your imp cred for a fancy ship, now's your chance. Once Sosong and Didio systems are cleared of Thargoids, Operation Idol will be ready to haul repair supplies to... Jabanikov Station and Laumer Orbital, so keep an eye on Operation Ida for more details. Let's not return to the dark days and let Tharg smear a skid mark of damaged stations across the bubble again. Let's get out there and win those conflict zones. And if you don't think it's a danger to Hutton, consider that Sosong is only 72 light years from Alpha Centauri and 65 to Avic. They are close and we need to push them back. Watch each other's backs, keep your eyes on the signal sources, and always be ready to defend the mug. Hexcom message complete. Defend the mug. Encrypted transmission complete. Another week gone, another Avic War won. A couple of minor system issues. More on those stories coming up. Back to its usual spot at the bottom of the Hutton Systems table is Barnard Star. There are no other faction conflicts at the moment, so now is a great time to go in there and jack up some influence. Joining Barnard Star on 33% is Ross671, where a civil war is tying up a small amount of influence but still making it worthwhile to boost the system. Let's 
Kill logo being painted on the side of Bruce Prospect. Once again, for the fourth time in recent weeks, Sirius, the insidious galactic megacorporation, has had its arse beautifully gip-wrapped and express-delivered right into its own hands by the combat pilots of Hutton. Joining Avic on 39% is LP525-39, which is somewhat of a surprise as this system is normally out of control, expanding like a mad expanding thing. We suspect that a third party is working against Hutton, so in many ways they are doing us a favour by reining it in. But let's not overdo it, shall we? The second and third place factions have just gone into an election, so let's keep an eye on it early next week. The two Epsilons, Indy and Eridani, have finally hauled themselves above the 40% mark. We have an infrastructure failure in two systems, Wolf 359 and PSPF-LF2. These have been going on for most of the week, so let's get these cleared by shipping in water purifiers and power generators. At the overachieving end of the Hutton systems table, we have seven systems above 60%, one of which is over 70 Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, clear the infrastructure failures in Wall 359 and PSPF-LF2 and boost influence in Barnard Star and Ross 671. If you want to shoot something, save your ammo. There'll be no doubt another war bimbling along soon in AVIC. It's the Community Events Digest now, where we get reports from people talking part, oh sorry, taking part in events and letting us know what they're all about and how they're getting on. This week it's Trip Omega. Does the sun still rise in the east in the east? Explore the core infernal expedition. The Lost Souls Expedition 3. More buckyballs than you can shake an exploded... SRV at and the return of the five euros to us. Links will as always be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. Trip Omega is idling at the moment but they're not idle. Commander Radium's getting excited about what comes next. The fourth phase of Titan Contractors' Trip Omega Expedition is just around the corner, expected to commence on the 7th this Saturday. Starting from Colonia, this comparatively short phase will take us across 11,000 plus light years all the way to Sagittarius A. Differing from our other phases, phases 4 and 5 are considered exploration phases, with the route stopping at specific points on the journey to allow our commanders a chance to explore by themselves. Phase 4 will commence on the 7th of May and end on the 11th, whereas phase 5 which encompasses our return journey, visiting numerous nebulas along the way, will start on the 14th of May and end much later on the 5th of June. Commanders who don't wish to participate in either phases but are in Colonia with us are advised to join our Discord for more information on the direct return option that we're providing from Colonia to the bubble. Check out our links below to see our website, follow us on Twitter at TConfeed, or join our Discord to interact with our community. Fly safe. Commander the Presence has returned to bring us up to date with his expedition. And apparently, like all kids, once he's learned a new word, he can't wait to show it off. So here's the news of Does the Sun Still Rise in the East in the East? Week 9. <laughs> 
07, Commander of the Presence here in day 63 of the expedition. I'm currently ahead of schedule, but not by much, and almost at waypoint 10, the delightfully named Fanna's Wasteland. Heading across Dryman's Point sector was initially exciting as I hadn't seen a notable stellar phenomena until now, and here they're as common as the ones in the Colonia region. The only issue I've had is that the 20 or so I've found all contain the same variant of peduncle seed and seed pod. On the plus side, I now have a peduncle plant cutting my dash cutting on my dashboard and a sample from a pod in my cargo hold. Didn't even know they could be sampled. Apparently the word peduncle comes from the Latin word for foot, and that must be the explanation for the funky parmesan-like smell in my cockpit now. I just hope I'm nose blind by Magellan's star, as it really does assault the nostrils when removing one's helmet after a parkour. Anyhow, I can't wait to get back to civilization and plant them. Who knows, perhaps they have amazing um, medicinal qualities, like Gamma Strain Onion Head. Maybe that nice Mr. Delane and his chums from the Kumo crew would be interested in starting another franchise. Got to make it back first though, as I had a conga ale spillage in my cargo hold. I couldn't bear to jettison it, so I got a little squiffy cleaning it up. This was great until a bit of a rough landing and a clout from an asteroid that ignored my right of way. Ship still has 36% hull, so I need to lay off the ale until the next carrier. Just hoping my next post is from there and not back at Kojira. Until next time, 07. Commander Infernal Moose is feeling pleased, but a little wist, but a bit wistful, as the end of the event is in sight, and he sends his heartfelt message. This is the last full week of our amazing journey to the core and back on the Explore the Core Infernal Expedition, and it was once filled again with some spectacular. <laughs> spectacular destinations. We've now travelled over 90,000 light years on the scan will soon be over with only about 13,000 light years ahead of us as we complete our expedition on Saturday in Gebel. All commanders reporting their data have flown a combined total of over 3.5 million light years however and jumped over 32,000 times so far. In addition, a total of 22 exploration elites were achieved by our commanders to date. Our first stop this week was Chromian Gigantum, a system with multiple pairs of gas giants orbiting extremely close to each other, allowing for stunning views from the carrier bar and observation deck. After a couple of days of exploration here, we departed for the Shiner, a system with the largest known rings in the galaxy, located 2,500 light years above the galactic plane. While exploring around China, Commander Kami found a planet with a thin water atmosphere with lots of interesting and valuable life. These planets are usually usually also deep these planets also usually have deep canyons which make excellent locations for canyon racing which of course we did. We held both stock Viper and Unlimited class racing here. Once again, the Unlimited class racing proved to be quite deadly as speed does not translate easily to manoeuvrability. Our next destination was 63, no, 6,300 light years down through the galactic plane to the deepest system we visited on our journey. 
Try a Fly AA-AH1 is almost 3,800 light years below the galactic plane and is only accessible via fleet carrier as the nearest system is over 400 light years away. The system itself is quite remarkable as it has two black holes which are visible from the surface of the atmospheric planets as well as a neutron star with the entire galaxy laid out above it. After a short stop we proceeded on our journey to meet up with Commander Chukat-1 who had been gathering occupied escape pods for our team of Vista Genomics scientists to experiment on. The Kingfisher Nebula was our next stop. This deep blue and purple planetary nebula has a beautiful backdrop to the many stars and landable planets it hosts. The expedition is now at Sky Motion, a system similar to the famous World of Death, where a landable planet enters the exclusion zone of a white dwarf and gets very toasty in the process. Once again, our expedition astrophysicist, Commander Solandri, had calculated the exact time the planet would be outside the exclusion zone for the crew to land. While at this stop, Captain Mark Harlock held one of his famous ELW hunts, with the prize being the first scan. As this is the last full week of the expedition, and with only one stop before the completion of our expedition, a big thank you goes out to all who made this expedition possible and all who helped make it amazing. We've made so some amazing discoveries, held some spectacular events and made lots of friends along the way. Oh seven to all. The Lost Souls Expedition 3 organised by the Fatherhood is mixing introspection and resurrection as Commander Bonkiki confesses. The Fatherhood's Lost Souls Expedition uh, continues into the black with long stretches of quiet solitude, punctuated by alternating moments of amazement and intense fear. Commander Jacob Lightbringer shared one of these moments of amazement. One single neutron star, his only means of returning back home, shines against a virtually starless void above, juxtaposed against the cloudy Milky Way in the distance below. Others were not so lucky. Commander Dolan Lornaki finally managed to instance correctly with his teammates on his 10th attempt, only to realise his attempts had become progressively more aggressive over time and shot straight into the ground. Commander Matt Skywalker similarly descended happily towards the sunset on a majestic ring planet, only to be plunged into darkness around the same time he realised the gravity was on the high side. A fellow traveller attempted to assess the wreckage for survivors, but noted that it was difficult to take an incident report from a pancake. In the end, it was another successful week of camaraderie and discoveries. Commander Conigarino sums up our collective feelings nicely. After a frustrating search for a planet's elusive life forms, at the end of which you're close to giving up, only to stumble across this view. The best sights in the galaxy are usually discovered by accident. After last week's video reel of nothing but explosions, Alec turned us back on his feet and has sent us details of the next race in the series. Here we go again. 
Race number four in the Magic 8-Ball Championship starts this Saturday, 7th of May, and runs until the following Sunday, 15th of May. This one is a reboot of On the Rocks, courtesy of Psyket, and involves taking buckyball beer mats from our home in the Fullerene C60 system to five asteroid bases in and around the bubble, and then returning with water. After the frantic action of things like Back to Parico, this one gets into the logistics of longer-distance speedrunning, especially in the Regulation Cobra, but attempts to balance the dominance of the usual unlimited-class long-range ships with time adjustment based on jump range. Could this be the moment for Corvettes to finally shine as something more than just crazy diamonds? Probably not. Full details can be found in one of the prettiest forum threads the Buckyball Racing Club has ever seen. We're not taking bets on who's going to be in the leaderboards, but if they don't include Shea Blackwood, Skur, Captain MD and Busky, with Alec Turner almost certainly in fifth place, I'll eat my pumpkin space helmet. Our friend Commander Hunter is back with details of a new expedition that is starting in three weeks, so you've still got enough time to join. Five Euro Tours returns with yet another glorious trip. We're returning to Colonia and Sagittarius A-Star with the return of the journey to the centre of the Milky Way. This time, our route will be much larger than the one last year. And of course, this trip is the old school way which means no fleet carriers involved. This trip is set for 12 weeks, starting May 26th, ending August 20th. But of course, you may enjoy the trip at your own pace. Be it in a week or four months, the choice is yours. So grab your camera, dust off that Explorer outfit and polish that ship because you'll be out there for a while. If any of these sound like your cup of void extract coffee, then follow the links for more information. And if you know of an event that we've missed, then please email itookpart at huddenorbital.com and let us know. Yes, welcome back to a slightly seamy, not steamy, seamy show this evening. It's us! Seemly. Yes, many, many, it's many us. seams. Somebody forgot to put the tape in the recording recording equipment at the start of the show. Oh, well, they did, and then they hit the record button, and then they hit the stop button when they were trying to find the bong machine. And, um, yes, I'm, I'm having did to you, use... Did you manage to wind it back on with a pen? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to do so. Um, we may have to reconstitute the start of the show using, I don't know, the, the Commander Willie puppet. And um, <laughs> I thought I thought Commander Willie was banned for very obvious reasons <laughs> after his behaviour. <laughs> at the last I, event. I, I, yes, yeah. but he can still it. put the cassette on there. He doesn't need a pencil. Yeah, I love <laughs> it when we refer to ourselves in the third person. Yes, does one? <laughs> we, we, we do. We, we, do. Lo- we yes, we love that as well, don't we? <laughs> Hang on, I'm still thinking about that. 
Yes, oh, well, basically, yes. I stuffed we, we it are, up. We are, we are all still thinking about that. completely stuffed it up. Yeah. <laughs> and added seams and all sorts. But, <sighs> yeah, that was that was because I was out till till the wee small hours trying to find roads that weren't closed last night. Oh, get away. Yeah, they were all closed. Tried to tried to get back from um, sunny Bournemouth late at night, and um, it was closed. Here's the thing. Late at night, no roads are closed. No, no, they were all closed. The motorway no, was no, closed. No, no, none of them are actually closed. I mean, they'll have they'll have signs up and things and cones and shit, but yeah, you can drive through that stuff, no bother. Yeah, well, it, it was all shut, and <laughs> therefore we had to find small roads, and then there was that an was accident. Shut, right. Yeah, there was there was an accident, and oh, then there were no. police cars, and yeah, eventually I managed to get home. So you I'm had a, to make I'm, a run for it. <laughs> I'm a bit I'm a bit zombie, but I managed to listen to some wonderful music. I am very much enjoying the uh, the mariachi music this evening. Yeah, well, it, mm. being this particular date, um, we thought it was maybe appropriate. Hmm. Mm. And desperation's a wonderful thing. It, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I must admit, uh, I have managed to fire up while we were talking. Oh, Metcalf Ring. There we go. Um, I've, I've managed to actually get the camera working. I had that the bar. one. So I had to get a camera. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's something you buy from an appliance shop. Hello. Mm. <laughs> I could, could have the correct fitting Metcalf ring, please. I've examined you thoroughly, and I'm afraid it's Metcalf ring. <laughs> Do you have them in half sizes? <laughs> <laughs> Are those, those are rubber rings? Anyway, yes, we have a studio full of people. We have Amelia. Good evening, Amelia. Hello. And how are you? I am very well, thank you. How are you? You haven't got a sore head at all? No. No, would I have a sore head? No, we'll we'll have to listen to find out later, won't we? Um, (laughs) Oh, that's... No, I don't have a sore head at all. At all. Got the old memory failure, though, haven't you? (laughs) Sorry, say that again? It's miraculously gone, and we don't know why. Well, you're going to tell us why later, aren't you, during the show? Magically. It's got nothing to do with maracas. It has nothing to do with pixie dust and unicorns. No, uh, no, nor old wives and their tails. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, and, uh, talking of old wives, come on a ballsack. I mean, Palantir. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> ah, you thought I was going to say somebody else there, didn't you? I'm not that brave. I've heard. I've read the report. I saw. No, I'm. You know, and that poor piñata at the start of the show. I have never seen one so viciously, viciously attacked. Anyway, uh, Commander Palantir, how are you? Splendid, thank you. Absolutely splendid. Yeah, and, and you're the one lending me the pencil this evening to try and wind back the tape later. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm, I'm showing you where we keep the secret copy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the secret backup copy. Oh, well, never mind. And um, and what have you been up to this week? Obviously, you know, sitting sunning yourself in, in your garden over in that corner of the, you know, the orbital with the, the fake sun yeah. and... Uh, well, yes, it's not been that. It's not been that brilliant for for sitting out. No, we've been doing things. I've had I've had a man up at me loft. Yeah, a man up in your loft. <laughs> yes, lay, laying. That man it, it, I've had a man up in the loft laying stuff. Oh right, <laughs> did they have to move the bodies first? Yes. Well, Just, yeah, we've been putting them in different places. Yes. Yeah, that's get, get all the bodies out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's, that's the most exciting thing that's happened. I've had a man up my ladder. Yeah, skeletons in the closet. <laughs> that's the only place for them if you're moving them out the loft. <laughs> yes. Uh, we we have Commander Chicks and his oh, mighty oh, no, moustache, and, and I've booked a ticket Ooh. for a certain booked a ticket for a certain event, which we may talk about. Oh, we might we might talk Ooh. about that in a minute. Edge, I didn't know you were a fan of Ed Sheeran. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and Ed uh, Sheeran, Commander mm. Chicks and your mighty moustache. Hello. 
Does the moustache have a life of its own, or, or is it is it firmly attached? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's obviously firmly attached, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it takes some grooming. It's like having a pet. Yeah. Well, uh, sitting at the, uh, the, the the concert last night, there was a a gentleman with a. A moustache that, I mean, even you would have been envious of this one. And he spent the entire evening, all he did was just sit there and twirl it to both sides of his... They went out past his ears. I may know him. Yeah, but it was a very fine... This was a very straight, very fine moustache that went out past his ears, which was um, spectacular, spectacular. Does he just have a very narrow head? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know people like that. And, and, of course, we're joined by the Splitter. Good evening, Splitter. Hello. I mean, sorry, apologise. <laughs> no, I'm a splitter. I know it. Splitter. I think yeah. you're just greedy. You, you want both. Don't whisper you know, it. You need to shout it. It's not A <laughs> or B. It's, it's A plus B, you're isn't it? Just ahead of the curve. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're all going to be doing it now. Yeah. yeah. Then it wouldn't be a splitter. That'll be crap. So <laughs> to- talking of them, talking of them. Oh, and Flossie. Sorry, I'm going to get panned if I forget oh. Flossie as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> taking a run up yeah, for this yeah. one. Yeah, um, and good evening, Flossie. And you're now much recovered from your you various with your various illnesses and ailments, and you know. Oh yes, yes. All, all clear now. Fine. <laughs> and you've stolen <laughs> me, all the sweeties out of the piñata. <laughs> you know, I'd never even heard of one until I've been in Animal Crossing. And they, they give you one in there and a big stick to hit it with. So you've been practicing <laughs> in Animal Crossing, beating, <laughs> beating some well, poor I've ass. Only, I've only uh, had two occasions. I've had two birthdays in Animal Crossing so far. All right. <laughs> is that uh, like the Queen? Do you have a, 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 an official birthday and a real birthday in Animal Crossing? No, I've got one, one last year and one year before. What, what do you get out of your piñata in Animal Crossing? Hmm? What, comes out, what comes out of the piñata in Animal Crossing? Donkey meat. <laughs> Donkey meat. <laughs> I thought it was a bit too fair. Do you remember when Elite Dangerous used to do birthdays? Uh, oh. No. They used to do birthdays. I remember we no, used no. to do them. Yeah. Yeah, they used to have your birthday on record, and every time your birthday came around, they would send you an email. And, oh, the forums did. Yeah. You know, they like a little gift, which a was gift? usually oh, yes. yeah, it was usually money off uh, something in the shop. Well, did they that. stop doing that? I must admit, I never got one. But did they stop? Doing yeah, that? they they stopped doing that. Oh, I don't remember that. It was oh. a long time ago. I've been in the yeah. game for a while now. <laughs> I can remember something, but I never got anything. It only lasted a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> only a couple of years. So two birthdays then. <clears throat> Ish, ish. Yeah. Well, just well, well, get them then. <laughs> so, so Maybe you're three. feeling better, Flossie, and you've been taking it out on the the residents of poor settlements. You're being encouraged <laughs> by those older boys. You know, it was <laughs> them what done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 um they were bad influence. They're leading you astray <laughs> into yes. <laughs> I keep saying, oh well, you need more practice. That's why I had to do that. You know, and I said. Don't kill anyone because they told me I needed to practice. They cut me in some of their uh, some of their wing missions last week as well. I mean, it was yeah. over here. I, I profited from other people's misery without actually having to do any of the work, which was nice. But uh, <laughs> oh, Helen was right in there. She did sounds like for a politician. Yeah, Helen did enough for two of us. She was in there just twatting everything that moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. this is Helen. Yeah. <laughs> and all of it's true. You can't deny a word of this. We might have to redo the Hutton song, you know. Yeah, but uh, I he crashes into day. a settlement, yeah. you know, or <laughs> smashes someone with a gun instead of crashes into the sun. I mean, there are loads. Yeah, of... let's not let's not see crashes into the sun because she might come looking for you if you keep that going. 
Pinata smack. We need a new <laughs> version of the uh, the pan run up sound, you know, with with the word pinata yes. loudly before it. When your flossies pan, everything <laughs> looks like a pinata. <laughs> oh, pinata. Oh, no. While you're doing that, I've I've just um, hopped on a taxi. I'm going to go visit a tourist. I'm not going to do any combat. I'm just going to go visit. I'm not attacking anybody. This is the thing you said you weren't going to do this week, isn't it? Yeah, you can't exactly. keep yes. away, can yes. I'm not going yes. to play the game, he said. No, no, no. How do you know that's not a pre-recorded visit video? Because you, you have just said you're to do it now. <laughs> You've just said that. Oh, there's a <laughs> clock in the top right-hand corner of the screen. Oh, bother. Right, oh, that um, as well, yeah. Well, while, the, while, oh, yes, taxi. Oh, oh, sorry, clock. Yes, I wonder, I thought you were talking about what's in the other corner. Uh, right. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, we, so, we are going to need the screen very shortly. So. We are going to need the screen mm. in, in a bit. Maybe. Well, I think so long three lines in the script. Yeah, it give it a week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! She looks grumpy. Um, anyway, well, you know, internal view of the internal view of the ship. So, uh, week number eight of Frontier live streams containing live stream number seven. Seven. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we need, was... we need to we need to clear this one up a little bit. Obviously. So, Commander Chicks. Last week they took a week off to play with miniature toys that they painted and had little rulers, but digital versions mm. of these things. Apparently. I think yes. was what they were saying. And I, they, I, I must have switched off for the reason because I, I don't know why they did it. Anyway, yeah, didn't well, have with switch. the with the release, I think it's with the release of the the, the Warhammer side of things. Uh, they yes. have now got a lot of streams to do with the new product launch, and they've decided yeah. they'd rather do uh, fortnightly packed shows full of stuff yes, than spend so a week going. Oh, we haven't got anything new for you this week, or yeah, yeah we, we said that a couple of days ago. So they're moving it, to fortnightly. That's right, and for the night shift, that means every two weeks. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know. What I don't know what. Means. Great minds think alike. I was thinking just the same thing. How it, that's a peculiarly British phrase. Yes. Mm. yes. Um, uh, well, we don't use senite anymore, do we? We say week. So. Yes. It used to be senite. Did we, it used did to be we ever? seven days. Yes, senite and fortnight, seven and fourteen nights. You see. Yeah, so I'm I, the bird of us tonight. <laughs> mm. I, I had a strange um, experience this afternoon. Day, you did. Yeah. Well, I did. I. I. I I kind of cut short the thing I was doing. I came back home and I thought, well, I'll give myself plenty of time. And so I sat down at sort of five to four and I put the um, the Frontier Twitch channel on. And then four o'clock came and it was still not and two minutes past. And I thought, what's going on? And then, because I didn't touch my computer at all yesterday. I, uh, I was out all night drinking filthy beer. Um... Then I realised the bloody thing was yesterday. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so, yeah, so I just watched it, the recorded version, in the same slot. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I mean, they, they moved it to Wednesday because of the launch that was happening today. Yeah. Um, but, I, yes, but I they're also... all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's reasonable, it's reasonable. Uh, I mean, it's not as if we posted it all over the, the gal book and pages and, you know... Well, I, I didn't see any any devices at all yesterday. Oh, right. So, you, you were living the life of a, a, a cave moustache. Well, I, I went to work, and uh, then I went drinking with my mates for the evening. Well, that uh, sounds perfectly perfectly reasonable. Um, yeah, right, yes. so, 
the important question is obviously the Twitch drops. Now they had just launched the well, just launched in recent months, launched the Twitch drops to get more purple mm. and flowers and spring mm. things on anacondas and DBXs and type nines and there were some people on the last stream who missed out by sort of 60 seconds and they're, they're, everybody was saying but 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 if there are half the streams does that mean i'm gonna miss out no they're not because it'll take you half t half the time to uh to accrue the watching so you get the first so, one at 30 minutes yeah. instead of an hour and do you have yeah. to watch twice as fast yes <laughs> That's right. So you, you record it and then stream it up, uh, double the speed, and then you don't get anything because it doesn't work when you're not watching it live. Ah, just the Benny Hill music playing in the background. <laughs> yes. Right. So they're still doing sp the spring paint jobs. You remember Black's Calm, Serene, and whatever the other one was. Um, but they've now changed ships. So it was DBX and stuff before, and now it's the Anaconda and Crate Phantom. So... And all that purple stuff. And if you haven't got the purple stuff yet, where have you been? You you must be new to it. The purple stuff and the nameplates and the more purple and yeah, a bit more purple yeah. and yeah. yeah. So so apology officer. Apology officer. The big news. The one that took the wind out of the sails of all the doomsayers. It's going to be no. It's going to be no. They're going <clears> to <throat> say no. The reason they postponed last week is because they don't know how to say no properly. They're going to say no. What did they say? Mike what? is muted. I think she's asleep. Oh, no, we've <laughs> lost the apology officer. Well, we have to jump in somebody else. Somebody else who knows what the answer was, who's not the apology officer. 42. Yes. <laughs> no, we have lost the apology officer. It was yes. It was yes. 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 So somebody, somebody, absolutely everything. Oh, you're back. What, you're back. What was the question again? I lined you up there yes. for your big, big moment. Ah, I'm sorry, I had nipped you're off not a P.O. thing. Supposed to fall asleep <laughs> in the filing cabinet. Wait, we were saying all the doomsayers. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> and that, by the way, I went to go in there. Well, there's that what the smell is. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. smells strangely of asparagus. Anyway, um, I was blaming the mice again. The um, so there were all the doomsayers. No, there was no. They were saying no. The reason there was no show last week is because they don't know how to say no. They don't know what they're doing because they're going to say no and they don't know how to disappoint everybody who've got thumbs. But they said... Like the man from Del Monte. No, it didn't work second time around that queue either. No. 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 Did they say, no. fuck it, I! They said, I! <laughs> I! In fact, they they, said, not just a little I, like, <clears throat> oh, you can have your ships, or maybe you can have your engineers. Yeah, capital I. Oh, no, they're doing really... It's it's pretty comprehensive <laughs> transfer. All we need now is a computer to play on. But um, <laughs> well, like, well, I've got one. Yeah, I've got one, but I know there are other people there who... I'm still going to have the issue of yeah, that's great, but what do I play it on? But there's only um, so there's only so much you can do. I mean, we can't be handing out. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, compatible. yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've offered that, but that's I think that's a really good <clears throat> offer. So if anyone um, misses the news, play, of... you can continue to play the same command. Well, they'll they'll diverge obviously, but you can continue to play on Xbox, so you don't lose anything from Xbox, hmm. but you gain a whole Horizons account with all your stuff on. Uh, on PC, if you can play in PC, yeah, um, which is really, really good, you know. Right. Well, um, if we've we've got the official announcement, it's important enough that we might as well read the official announcement about it. Mm. Does anybody else have the official announcement? Happy, uh, happy, handy, even happy. It's. <laughs> I've just posted it in the chat. You have no. But well, I was going to just just 
for those listening so on the radio big station. People can yeah. open it up. Happy, happy, happy talk. So <laughs> it says, we would like to thank you all for your patience while we're working on communications development plans for the remainder of the year. Yay. That was a week of waiting. That's not exactly stressful. But thank you for the apology. Anyway, I wasn't stressed by it. Following the launch of Odyssey, our primary focus has been on performance, which in our view has improved dramatically, but optimization and bug fixing, along with adding more features. This focus had knock-on effect plans for this year and delayed our communications by a week, which was no big drama. We understand the concern and frustration to those people for whom a week is dramatic. This has caused, and I'm inserting my own words, they didn't say this, so don't credit them with saying some of this, and I hope this post goes somewhere to alleviate those feelings. So this is a tonic. Below, we discuss <coughs> profile transfers for console players and give an overview of the updates Where's coming the before gym? the end of 2022. So mm-hmm. who wants to take the next paragraph? Console profile transfers. Oh, bloody hell. Hold on, hold on. Wait, I'm, I'm not even this. looking at this. No, I'm not even looking at it. Okay, we did post the link I'm in chat. I'm looking at it. Yeah, go on, Flossie, <coughs> yeah, have you got the next a, paragraph? Yeah, there's a link in things. And yeah, che- I click something. Che- it. Cheer at the appropriate point for Flossie. Do you want me to do the next part? Yeah, go on. It yes. says console profile transfers, as you're from Team Console Notbox. profile transfers, oh. right. Yay. We can confirm that players will be able to copy their profiles from console to PC, and later <coughs> on, this is cancellation on Xbox and PlayStation. This process will be... Time limited and optional. We will provide a date for this process once it's confirmed. Yay! Okay, the original profile would remain playable on console and new PC profile will be a copy. Only one profile may be copied per over per copy of the game. Uh, please also be aware that this will be a one-time only process. Elements that will be copied. Right, this is the important bit. Will there be ships? Ships. ships. Holomy, weapons, SRVs <coughs> and SLFs, that's ship launch fighters, including the Cobra Mark IV F owned. Now, there was, there was, hang on a second, there, there was some confusion. People saying, but what about all my other modules? And I had to do a bit of a face palm at that point. Yes, they do mean all the stuff when they say weapons and they mean yeah, it's, it's the everything. stuff. Yes, yeah, everything. Yeah, everything. Um, except fleet carriers. Uh, core progression, this includes <laughs> inventory. Okay, your inventory. So that's your materials and stuff. That's, that's all your materials your, yeah, yeah. and stuff, yeah. Reputation. So this is... Navy ranks. Reputation, that's permits, the important stuff for rank, isn't it? For that, codex discoveries, engineering progress, guardian tech progress process, uh, NPC progress. crew progress, and cosmetics with an asterisk. And the asterisk says, cosmetic items applied through delivery, ships and fleet carriers and me will remain applied. So... So elements not only do you get to take them... Be copied. The yeah. elements that would be copied. Elements that would be copied are Commander <laughs> Name. So you have to think of a new name for your commander because you don't want to mix the two up with your Xbox and your PC. Uh, Arcs Balance. Start Sorry, Jürgens. I was going to say that the process will require a new name to be chosen if the original name is not available on PC. Right, OK. Arcs Balance. Arcs balances cannot be transferred. We recommend that anyone who submits their account for transfer process purchases any desired cosmetics beforehand. Any unspent arcs post-transfer will remain available on the original console profile. Squadron membership. Friend lists, block lists and private groups. Current mission progress. So if you're in the middle of a mission, that won't transfer. NPC crew names and appearances. So your NPC crew... Their names, you'll have to pick a new name and their appearances and things like that. Okay. And just before you move right. on, before you move on. I've got it. I thought it was handed over. 
<laughs> oh, you can hand over. Well, that's fine. Um, so just a, oh, a, no, a couple I'll of things. That, but yeah, yeah a, a, a couple of things. Obviously, so yeah, all the stuff you've got on your ship, all of the materials you capture on your ship, all of your access to all the stuff you've got access to. Basically, yeah, the, the the progress pretty much comes everything over. except your, everything except your fleet carrier. Commander name sort of reasonable because you could create a commander yeah. name on Xbox that somebody may already have on PC. Yeah, you you need to pick a new one anyway yeah. because if you create a new one in PC, somebody will definitely already have it in Xbox, namely you. Yeah, the arcs balance is so, the stuff in their in their store because obviously I think on the on the on the on the console platforms they're they're bought via the console and yeah it all gets complicated. So spend it. It's the same. It's the same thing. Well, spend it or keep it for your Xbox. Well, spend it if you want to take the stuff you're spending it on to the PC. If yeah. not. Save it because it doesn't disappear. It's not going because you still got your account. That was one of the I questions. Think it's probably, I think it's probably quite important at this point as well. We say that what it will do is it will set you up with a Horizons profile on PC, not mm. an Odyssey profile. It will set you up a Horizons profile, and then you're able to buy Odyssey like anybody else. Absolutely. You don't get Odyssey for free. Um, but you do keep so, right. both. You do keep your original. It's not a case of it's gone. Fleet carriers and their contents. Uh, fleet carrier ownership cannot be transferred from one commander to another. Of course it can't. To players that wish to own a fleet carrier post-transfer, we would advise doing the following. Decommission your fleet carrier ahead of the transfer. Wait for the decommissioning to complete. That takes two weeks. Check that the credits from the decommissioning have been returned to you. Complete the profile transfer process and then repurchase a fleet carrier on PC and or Xbox if you want. Uh, precise dates for the opening and close of the process will be announced closer to the time. Okay, so it's on the roadmap after that. I'll let somebody else do roadmap stuff. So and as, uh, as Happy Moon Monkey points out in the chat, you can buy a fleet carrier on the PC and then with the credits you've got, you can buy it back on Xbox. Yeah, I think the, the, the point there is, hey, look, you know, how, how do you make a small fortune out of A? Well, you start with a large fortune, 5 billion, 10 billion, meh, you know, hmm. yeah, well, well, yeah, whatever. I'm not sure anybody's too concerned about that. It's not breaking yeah. anything. They're not being able to transfer your fleet carrier across as a technical thing. It's because they're persistent across all platforms. Yes, hmm. absolutely. They're not going to do that. But, you, you know, if you want, you can cash it in, transfer the money across and buy a new one on PC or buy one in PC and then buy one in Xbox as well, mm. or just yeah. keep the money. But uh, fundamentally, it's good news. Anybody who said, I really, re oh, if it's you good really, news. really want to play Odyssey, if you're really that dedicated to it and you want to and come and join us, then the option <coughs> is now there, which is the good it news. It is good news, there's yeah. no doubt in that. Um, Obviously, there'll be there'll be people who are still upset they can't play Odyssey on the consoles, and I don't think they're ever going to be happy with that. We we get it, but hey, look, they are doing, and I have to say that this does look to me to be doing their absolute best. That is not an easy thing to do. It's not a quick and easy thing. There's a lot of shenanigans, and then obviously there are bound to be questions about. But I've already got an Odyssey one on PC because I, I I jumped the gun and bought it because I'm a because splitter. I'm a splitter. Yeah, I'm a filthy splitter. I'm sure I'm these answers will be forthcoming from the team once they get through the questions. So I think it may be one of those things where I might have to buy because you have to you would have to buy Odyssey for each commander, wouldn't you? Mm. Yes, and tie it yeah, to different so email I, addresses I, potentially. Yeah, well, I would be the same then. You would be the same then. Hmm. I would be the same yeah. then. That's, you know, that's just how I see it. It would just be the same. 
Right. Um. So, so Flossie, have you got access to access to this uh, same list now? I have. Yes. You do. So then there is the. Let's stop talking about thumbs and feet. Um. Now they did talk about. Um. And this is not. They didn't talk about sort of a detailed roadmap. They weren't going to exhaustive detail. They were showing a framework, a structure for what they're going to be doing over the next bit. And this should not be misconstrued as um, a detailed, blow-by-blow list of absolutely detailed everything. This is a a, a framework for when are we expecting the next bit, and we'll tell you the next bit in detail in advance, closer to the date. So, update 12, Flossie. When are we looking at getting the next stability, optimization, that kind of stuff? When's the next patch? At May. What's the month month at the moment? It's May. Right. So later this month. At some point. And obviously they're, they're putting stability and optimization and everything. They're, they're doing everything they can now to, to accelerate ahead with making everything smoother, which will help the Xbox commanders who are transferring if they don't maybe don't have top-end PCs because it will make it smoother at lower-end PCs. But they're also That's adding something new. <laughs> yes, a new mission variant. Dun-dun-dun! Well, see, the one we had previously with these new defend defend the mug, you know, would have been there's a pot of mugs on the ground and then bad guys drop and try and steal your mugs. That mission as a team one. That, I think that was added. And there was a space one added as well last time. So we don't know what that's going to be. They will tell us as we get closer. Then there's a bit of a gap and we get update 13 yep. in August which looks to be story-related, so more stability, more optimization, but story, the kind of thing that the Galnet News Digest loves to see lots more of, because we're still in the Azimuth, or they call the Azimuth saga at the moment. So I'd imagine this is setting up for the big thing, which is in update 14. Yep, next major narrative phase. So I think probably the 30, and that's in what month? November. Right, so in, so up to, I think we're going to have a lot of CGs around these. I mean, it'll be my guesswork, Flossie. Lots of work for you yeah. reporting on CGs. <laughs> so I, mm-hmm. I suspect, I think what they were saying is that we're looking towards the, the big end of the Azimuth saga, which is kicking off then the next narrative phase, which, if it isn't Tharkoids, then Hackswing are going to be very upset. And then this was the interesting one, because we don't know what it means at all, but in early 2023, they said they are going to do... Key feature overhaul. Now, we don't know if that's a key feature, or the key features, what key feature it is, whether it's paint, Commander Palantir, whether there's taupe, or car key, or car keys, powder blue. or powder blue, or power play <coughs> portraits, or something. That could be interesting. And on top of that, Aft did say that there was going to be uh, there's something he's been working on, which is something they've never ever done before in Elite, but he can't tell us any more. Which I think's pinatas. <laughs> Just for, for birthdays. Or birthday? Well, they've done birthdays. Birthday. Amelia said birthdays mm. be done. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never gotten anything, but yeah, I so did. we 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 don't know. But it could be fun. It should be fun, and we're looking forward to it. Um, there were Commander Palantir. A couple of what they stole our ticker, our Hutton ticker. They pinched it. Well, yes, they did. But I mean, to be fair, we're not the first people in the galaxy ever to have had a ticker across the bottom. No, but we're, we're but saying they, they pinched it because that jealous. gives me a reason why we're, it didn't turn up in the last show that I was producer for. Yeah, well, we have said in the past, you know, where Hutton needs frontier follows. It's it's happened before. 
Yes, um, but they also pinched our sense of humour. Well, yes, we, they do were. Ha- we do have a very good sense of humour. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've not lived until you've had your sense of humour. Because the ticker pinched. wasn't a very serious mm-hmm. thing, was it? <laughs> it was saying things like, uh, medics declare elite dangerous not dead. Oh, I don't know where we... Th- and we didn't pinch that from them at all for, the, no, for today's show. We thought we'd pinch something back. No, we didn't. <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's not, not bad. I feel happy. Um, there. Uh, but there was it also when you pushed it. No, that's not what, right. one of the one of the one of the community managers got caught in a horrific I don't know chieftain fireball or something across the bottom of the screen. So there was a bit of humour, and then there was the usual. So Commander Chicks, there were there were the, um, the screen charts, screen charts. Yeah. Uh, oh, the the go back to uh, Flossie's Flossie's bit. The community calendar is uh, apparently being well used. So uh, Zach yes. did a good job with that, and people are actively. Filling it in and promoting their in-game expeditions, yeah. events, etc. I, th- I thought was I thought was interesting was they in effect answered the question which we whimsically asked last week about why does it take a week before you can put something in? Because we have to make sure you're not doing Inspector Willie's uh, <coughs> expedition <coughs> uh, and and stuff like that. They have they need to check it. Mm. Yes, and why it's exactly one week probably just um. It's just easier to do it that way. Yes, I imagine. Mm. Oh, um, Flossie, could you could you uh, take names, please, from the chat? Commander Wotherspoon is being disparaging. Apparently, they pinched our sense of humour, so that's what happened to it. Uh, we lend oh. our sense of humour out to other people, so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, um, so funny. Now, um, we do now have, uh, coming up in a second, and I'm, I'm going to, I've logged off at the bar, I'm going to just turn that off for a minute, because somebody has inserted here, mm. movie cliché. Tell me about movie cliché. I'm so glad you finished that. <laughs> Someone's inserted so, a movie cliché into me, yes, it was and me, it's smart. It um, so, yes, the those fine people over at the Burpit have... Uh, we're challenged. In fact, the, the challenge is in the start of the video, so I can tell you what it is. But basically, we're challenged to recreate a movie cliche in Elite Dangerous. So, uh, should we should we t- take it away? Absolutely. I'm hoping I've programmed it in. Let's see. It must take them to get these things put together. Oh, there we go. Our mics are coming back live Wait, again. Yeah. Oh, there, there it is. There it is. <laughs> and I yes, I mean, wow. On oh, the video. And in a scarf with a space helmet. You couldn't. I mean, just getting cold. that getting that wheel coming oh, okay. past them at the end there. You couldn't make that stuff up. I mean, you, no. you couldn't fake that. that that's just well, one of those. How many takes was that? 
fortuitous moment. Well, this, was it t- ten minutes to reset, park and everybody on the ground and reload all the munitions? But um, yeah, buy a new SRV. Yeah, um, fantastic job by the Burr Pit. And by the way, if you don't know and don't follow the Burr Pit and their broadcast, we heartily recommend that you do. They are a spectacular community, and they do wonderful video footage and put together some really really fun things over on the the the, the Gal Web and uh, gal tube so please do go and have a look at the burr pit that's b w r for burr um they really really are worth subscribing to whenever they look at and their their events when they when they do them are always very family friendly yes and they did which is why we're not allowed in there no no we're we're not allowed to play no we tend to say rude words and get thrown out um but yeah they they also did a recent 38 person fleet carrier jump which was marvelous because there aren't 38 seats in a fleet carrier so what happened to all the people who were still standing up and there were no seats for them? Well, they actually got left behind. The ship jumped and loads of people were floating in space. And the giggles and laughs coming through that stream were, yeah, um, well worth watching. Um, as we, as you don't put a seatbelt on. We yes. did get a shout-out during the uh, Frontier livestream. Uh, not as many as the Galnet News Digest, but then again, when you're backed by Hessian Zach Rackham, Mm. Um, of course, you're going to have you know, all the all the money goes in the right directions, and you get mentioned. But uh, are bizarrely named episodes? Mm. Yes. <laughs> have they spotted yet that we're doing that to them? Yes. Yes, because the one they read out before was the one about um, the anagram of uh, time yes. for Aardvark, but it was an anagram. They they didn't get it. No. No. <laughs> No aardvarks exploded in this show. That was last week's, wasn't it? That yes, was, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then there was... Um, <laughs> so, that sounds like the schlop of a gauntlet to me. A schlop of a gauntlet? <laughs> oh, to, to, to put up some... Oh, oh. you dropped your glove. Yeah. Yes. Um, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Yeah. Um, and then there's a guide on how to take spell fees. Now, what are spell fees? Flossie, what's a spell fee? You're, you're, you're young and down with the kids. What's a spell fee? A space selfie. Using I knew you'd know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, this doesn't just involve... You know, hang on a second. So, I'm going to put up on the screen what I think. So, it, it's spell fees. Uh, there you go. There you go. I'm on screen. Is that a spell fee? If I took that picture right now. Mm. Well, uh, we'll wait 14 seconds. <laughs> for, for, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just give it 14 seconds. So, all I have to do is do a screenshot like that. But I've seen <coughs> them. Oh, that's, that's not a spell yeah. fee. Yeah. That's not yeah, a spell fee. What am I missing? Well, you're well, missing an arm. So yeah. how, how, how does one take the, do well, the arm? Well, Orange Phoenix has made a nice little video to show you. Shouldn't you be outside somewhere? Shouldn't I be outside somewhere? For a spell fee. Yeah, yeah the weather's lovely. Go out. There's not much spell going on, is there? I'm <laughs> spellfully heading outside. Whoops, no, walked into things. There's a cap. Oh, crikey, I can't walk in third-party camera. Not with the camera's facing the wrong way. I'm going outside. There we go. Oh, my helmet's on. Right, be, I'm outside. It may, be some, it may be sometime. Okay, so here we go. Look, face is lit up. Here's me. How do I spell fee myself without getting arrested? Well, you need to be in the camera suite, and you need to use emotes to the make emotes. It look like your arms, yeah, your arms sticking out. Right. Being so in the camera suite is that? Hang on a second. Let's let's turn around and let's look at the side. There we go. We've got some light on me. <laughs> oh, there we go. So you need to make it look as if you're holding a selfie stick. So uh, that like that one. So I have, I have to I have to use the that one. Yeah. 
It's a point. Put, the, put your arm up and bring the, bring the camera in. Yes. I'm going to bring the camera in. Okay, so let, let's... Uh, Quality radio, this. I've not watched the stream. So, yeah. But you have to stick your finger well, out. Yeah? You say, Flossie and, I, Flossie and I know all about the TikTok, but, but in our case, you have to wind it up every night and adjust the pendulum. Yeah. <laughs> you have to make it look as though you're actually holding a phone and taking a selfie of yourself. Right. Ah, yeah. ah okay. So That's you have to, why you have the to arm has to come out towards the camera. Zoom in a bit, zoom in a bit, zoom in a bit. Yeah. And then you have to. There uh, we go. We zoomed in like that. Whoops, no. Hang on. Ah, oh, my camera's not working now. Uh, oh, no, it didn't work. I, I see in. what you mean about quality radio. No, it's not working. So you basically have to stick your hand no, out no, and, no. Take the, and take the picture at the same time. the size of your head. That's massive. My head. That's a massive yeah. head. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, you have to stick your hand out, but there is a guide on how to do it by somebody much more talented than me, which is Commander Orange Phoenix. Um, oh, like an orange on a toothpick. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um, right, uh, move, moving along. Uh, events, stuff, get togethers, yes. Hutton truckers meeting in real, real life. It'll never happen. It will do. When? Mm. Oh, July sometime. Around the 17th of July, uh, LaveCon mm. is back after a gap of a couple of years. Tickets went on sale, new venue, um, you can get hotel rooms and food and tickets and stuff and end up horribly, horribly poor at the end of it. But you'd be richer because you'll have met most of Hutton, who appeared to be invading, as far as I can tell. And then the your front. bar bill will come in and you'll be poor again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I'm to be. <laughs> Yes. I'm happy to say, me and Sandrine will be there. Whoop, whoop. Hey. I will be there. <laughs> Commander Palantir, you will be there. I will be there. Mrs. Yes. Palantir will be there. Uh, not during. She's gonna. We're coming up Friday night, and then she's gonna go home for the weekend and and keep Commander um, Savage Gardner's family company. Oh right, but she's gonna be pop by for a gin and tonic on Friday evening. Oh yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll have been to a wedding, so we so we may not come for a meal, but we'll definitely come. And for a c- Commander drink of your Chicks, 17. will your moustache be making an appearance? Uh, uh, probably not. Probably I'll not. West. I'll be in West Britain. Oh, yes. It's a poor excuse. No, it isn't. Just Commander the Flossy, map, just the map over. Yeah. And will there be the wrong way as well? Yeah. And uh, And some. Yeah. And the apology officer. I'm afraid not. I had to buy a new heating. I had to buy a new, a new aerated heating module for the home, and an aerated cooling module for the home. Oh well, an aerated washing module, I should say. Oh right, okay. Yes. And well, will you be sending any Ouija's, any other Ouija's down to um, to visit? Uh, there are Ouija's. Yeah, there will be, there'll be more than enough Ouija's on. There'll the be way. plenty of Ouija's and, and a, yes. a party bus. And um, we do understand that Hutton underpants might be making an appearance as well. That's another reason the, not to go. The keeper of the Hutton underpants uh, ha- knows exactly where they are. They're in the corner of my study. <laughs> <clears throat> right. <laughs> we have been told on pain of death by the organiser not to do that, by the way. <laughs> but they stuck to the wall or anything. Else. That's like a red rag no, to a... Yeah. They're in, they're, in a, they're in a bag. They're in a bag. <laughs> have they been is that, an, is that an evidence bag? Lead <laughs> <laughs> um, so There are many, many, many Hutton truckers. I, I believe that we maybe have an appearance by at least one of the ten hankies. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and and you, many Brian. other luminaries from the world of for, from the world of Hutton. Uh, it is fairly normal for Hutton to invade and just run around yelling "mug" an awful lot and upsetting the organisers. But um, we don't know yet whether we're going to do Hutton Orbital live from the event. It is traditional to do so, but it does depend on whether their format allows us to do it, including uh, Galnet News Digest. And as Amelia's there, it will be the debut of a live live. <laughs> from the stage Ooh, that would be cool rares digest i mean which means you do yeah. have to get up on stage and do one of those that's fine i'm with fine props. with that with props yes. okay we promise we won't mm. go for the leather ones um or maybe we <laughs> I, I i have those if we need them yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so and then of course as usual we'll then segue straight after that into uh, dockers dockers yeah yes and um, obviously, yeah, Dockers is not safe for consumption by any rational human being, but is deeply, deeply funny. And that's usually the last thing on the Saturday night. And by the end of that, we all fall down uh, in the bar and then try and rescue people who've passed out in the bar and stop them falling into things. The hotel is significantly bigger this year than it has been in previous years, which means I understand there's lots more space and lots more rooms and they do have some available still. I think all the twins, people <laughs> room sharing, may have the first batch of them have gone. But there are lots of single rooms still available. And there is going to be a new batch. I think the line has been, don't worry, there are more tickets coming. Another release of them in a bit, if any of the ones that you want run out. So, yeah, LaveCon, and you find that, uh, I don't know, just just search for LaveCon 2022 on the internet, um, or HWS events, who are the organiser of it. And uh, there is going to be a raffle, I'm sure there's going to be a raffle, there always is, to help various charities, including Special Effect, if it's like normal. Um... And we'll see you there if you're going. Lots of us will be there playing games. Now, um, there is a reveal this evening that we're now allowed to talk about as well. Yes. Yes. Because exploration is dead. So this one's definitely to do with that. Oh. Yes. <laughs> the, the, unfortunately, at the, at the beginning of this month, the long-standing galactic mapping project went into maintenance mode. It's uh, something that's been going for a very long time, mm. um, but for reasons we weren't going to, uh, had to be mothballed. But a lot of people have said, that's not enough. We still want something. We So they have created the Galactic Exploration Catalogue, a new point of interest sharing system hosted on edastro.com. So... So this is not like your codex. This is so that you you can actually... It's a user-maintained database. So you can share things like locations, scenery, discoveries. Um, and then you can actually edit your own. If you put something in, you can edit yourself, and then there are curators are going to be going on there. And it's been in a closed beta right up until today. Well, until right up until... The, I think the time of the show, just the, about the, as we went live, yeah, just, it was released, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. And so, the, the link there is the is to their uh, forum post. Fantastic. Well, I mean, that's a, a worthy endeavour, and it just keep, you know carries on the good work, you know, the foundations that everybody's laid beforehand. Thank you so much to those that have put the effort in with the previous incarnation of it. It's been fantastic, but we do understand how much of a drain these things are on you as well, because it's very time-consuming, so it's really good that somebody's picked up the baton and is running with it and not tripping over their own shoelaces. And now... For... We'll I think it's for something completely hard work. A no. vault! <clears throat> A vault! <laughs> Time for one, please. <laughs> Floss is in the CG news chair oh, now, getting ready to bring us up to speed with all of those CGs that were introduced last week. 
while she gets her voice ready by gargling with indie bourbon. I'm not sure if it's technically gargling if you don't spit it out afterwards, but I'm not going to argue with her. Uh, she's on foot at the moment, and that means the pan isn't the only weapon she has to hand. While she's getting ready, there's just enough time for this week's short history lesson about the General Dynamics F-111 medium-range multi-role combat aircraft from the 20th century. This aircraft was versatile and production variants had roles that included ground attack, i.e. interdiction, uh, strategic bombing including nuclear weapon capabilities, reconnaissance and electronic warfare. It had a long nose and low-level terrain-following capabilities, all of which led to its full name, the General Dynamics F-111 Aardvark! Aardvark! Thank you. We now return you to our regularly scheduled broadcaster. Aardvark. 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 It's flossy. It's flossy. It's flossy. It's flossy. And the community goes. Hello, Flossy here with this week's Community Goals News. Last week's and ongoing CGs support Allied Federal Imperial anti Xeno efforts in Didio Sosong Nurvas. As of this morning, the support Allied anti Xeno efforts in Didio passed Tier 5, with 65.4 billion credits earned. The support Federal anti Xeno efforts in Sosong about halfway between tiers 8 and 9, with 310.7 billion credits earned. The support Imperial anti-Xeno efforts in Novas were over an eighth of the way between tiers 8 and 9, with 159.1 billion credits earned. All three continue for another week. The Sirius Corp humanitarian campaign for Didio finished at 600 UTC this morning, about halfway between tiers 1 and 2, with 9.3 million units collected. New CG, deliver meta-alloys to support Professor Palin's research project. Commanders have been asked to collect meta-allies from Thargoid barnacles as part of a wider xenological study. The research project is being orchestrated by Professor Ishmael Palin, one of the most prominent experts in Thargoid technology. With escalating Thargoid activity in the core systems, it is increasingly important that we learn as much as possible about this species. Only through scientific study can we better comprehend their biochemical nature and, where possible, enhance our defences against it. The initial phase requires fresh samples of meta-alloys, the unique material used in the construction of Thargoid vessels. These can be harvested from barnacles that the Thargoids have seeded on selected planets. 
Pilots can deliver metal alloys to the starport James Snedden in the Morton Mart system. As part of the Federal Reclamation Company's support for this initiative, the station's market also offers an increased price for any Thargoid tissue samples. In addition to credit payments for all those delivering metalloys, Class 4A, 5A and 6A corrosion-resistant cargo racks will be available to selected contributors. The 5A and 6A versions have been exclusively manufactured for this project and are not commercially available as present. Professor Palin stated that possessing these cargo racks will be a great benefit in the project's planned second phase, scheduled to occur in the next few weeks. The cargo racks will be awarded as follows. Top 75% 4A corrosion-resistant cargo rack, capacity 16. Top 50% 5A corrosion-resistant cargo pack, capacity 32. Top 10% 6A corrosion-resistant cargo rack, capacity 64. The campaign will run until 12th of May 3308. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering meta-alloys to James Snedden in the Morton Martyr system. And that's it for this week's CG News. Flossie told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. Now, I'm sure it's no coincidence that this week's CGs are about Thargoid research. You mark my words, there's something brewing. Something wicked this way comes. And over to Beetle Jude and Wotherspoon for this week's Gownet News Digest. Galnet News Digest, 5th of May 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Professor Palin wants meta-alloys. Zach Rackham has no intention of becoming president. Sirius makes a very small contribution to humanitarian aid in Didio. And we ask Canon Research why Mission Farsight is finding Thargoid sensors at the far side of the galaxy. Potty Professor Palin wants meta-alloys, and he's willing to pay top dollar and hand out some unique cargo racks that he says might come in handy in just a few weeks' time. With Aegis Research no longer functioning, Professor Palin, who's been based in Ark for several years, following a Thargoid attack on his base in the Pleiades, has launched an initiative to study the biomechanical nature of Thargoid ships to allow the development of improved weaponry and defensive systems to combat the aliens. Palin's initial intention was to collect Thargoid tissue samples, but he's revised this plan. Thargoid ships are made using meta-alloys, and in the first phase of his study, Palin intends to focus on research into this raw material. Thargoid barnacle sites in a number of regions, if not already stripped by those seeking to make a quick profit, yield meta-alloys as a green fruit that has almost miraculous equipment healing properties. Pilots are requested to gather as many meta-alloys as they can and deliver them to James Snedden in the Morton Mart system. 
Those who sign up to the initiative may also earn Class 4A, 5A and 6A corrosion-resistant cargo racks, the larger of which are not currently available by any other means, and which Palin suggests will be needed for the second phase of his research. This rather strongly suggests that Palin is likely to ask for Thargoid sensors, probes and links, or some other similarly toxic materials. Those commanders who collected Thargoid tissue samples in anticipation of Professor Palin asking for them will be pleased to hear that they can sell those samples at James Snedden for an enhanced price. Entrepreneur Zachary Rackham says he has no interest in becoming president, but he's planning to add a major starport manufacturer to his business portfolio. Speaking to Sol today, Rackham explained his adopted home system of Beta Hydri has benefited from huge inward investment from Rackham Capital Investments, Rackham Spire, Rackham's Rooms, Lake Rackham and MacArthur Mining have all become grist for Rackham's largesse. And the rumours are that cavernous space frames may be the next subject of a Rackham investment. Rackham explained how he is now running the government of Beta Hydri and how he has dramatically increased efficiency through a process that he describes as streamlining. Rackham appeared flattered by journalist Brianna Blanco's suggestion that he was once a pirate, describing the notion as fanciful, and dismissed the alleged popular clamour for him to stand as an independent candidate for the federal presidency, saying that he couldn't imagine that the people of the Federation could be looking for something different from President Hudson or Shadow President Winter's no doubt impressive credentials. Rackham explained that he was an ordinary guy, a man of the people. The presidency is not for him. No siree, not a bit of it. The Sirius Corporation has made a small contribution towards providing resettlement food and shelter to Alliance citizens displaced by Thargoid attacks in the Didio system. Sirius Navy Admiral Nicholas Glass praised the Sirius Corporation for its dedication to supporting the Alliance following the entirely unavoidable attack by Thargoids. He stressed once again that Sirius is not permitted to demonstrate its anti-Xeno capability during the trial period of its anti-Xeno pact with the Alliance. The Alliance, like the Federation and the Empire, are fighting off Thargoids in three core systems, Didio, Sosong and Novas, and are paying pilots handsomely for helping out if they sign up. Two other systems, HIP-38225 and Paukuman, are also still under Thargoid incursion. The fires have been put out in Janibekov Station and Laumer Orbital, but Isherwood Station in Novas has now been attacked and needs assistance with rescue and evacuation of the stricken starport. Salvation's anti-Thargoid weapons are expected to clear Didio, Sosong and Novas of Thargoids when they're ready to be fired on Thursday the 12th of May. On the 5th of May 3308, Commander Picard of Mission Farsight reported the discovery of broken Thargoid sensors out in Riker's Hope, beyond Sagittarius A star and more than 25,000 light-years from locations where Thargoids had been seen in the past. Mission Farsight is in the seventh year of its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go 
where no one has gone before. And to ensure that no one in red shirts are left alive at the end of each episode. Galnet News Digest caught up with LCU No Fool Like One of the Canon Interstellar Research Group to see if they could shed some light on what the Thargoids could be up to so far from the Pleiades Nebula. What does Canon make of this? Well, to be fair, this is old news. Pretty much what I'd expect from Galnet News Digest. We've been monitoring the situation for a year now. Thargoid sensors have been found in many regions of the galaxy. In June 3307, we upgraded our monitoring software to record when these sensors are detected and report back the details to our central database. All over the galaxy? Yes, well, 27 regions out of 42 to be precise, but we suspect that they will eventually be found in every region. What we do know is that they're always found in a system containing a gas giant with ammonia-based life. After scanning the local bodies, you may see non-human signature on your navigation panel, marking out the locations on the surface. Our commanders have been collecting the data and samples and sending them back to us for analysis. What kind of analysis? Well, we collate the data about the composition of the system and the body to see if there's anything in common to help us predict where to look next. This is how we know they seem to be interested in systems containing gas giants with ammonia-based life. That's very useful information. If more commanders knew about this, they could help find them in more regions. Yes, of course. But you sat on it for a whole year without telling anyone. Nonsense. I posted it on my glitter feed and you can find it on our Bioforge site. Oh, yes. How many followers do you have? The three? What other analysis have you done? We have distributed hundreds of samples to every department in our organisation for detailed studies. Our labs have bombarded them with high-powered tachyon lasers and done detailed studies on how they react to fire, explosives and, for some reason, multi-cannon rounds with experimental effect. Is that Lab 79? Yes. They just like blowing things up, don't they? Well, yes, but they've reported that they're very satisfying. Is that it? It's not just them. All our departments have been experimenting. Our signal analysis team have been monitoring a broad spectrum to detect if there's any communication. Our Raxler team have been locked in a room staring at them to see if they can establish a telepathic link. They think they're on the verge of making a breakthrough. They would. One of our teams has blended the sample... Is that so they can separate out the components in a centrifuge and analyse the results? No, no, it's, it's our food science team. They just wanted to see if they could make a smoothie. But that's a really good idea. We might use that. We've put it in a shake sorter, exposed it to Guardian technology, used ultrasound, positron emission tomography, irradiation, electron microscopes and many other techniques to uncover the secrets of the Thargoid sensors. And what we have learned will astound you. What have you learned? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing? Well, we did learn one thing. What is it? Thargoid sensor smoothies taste absolutely disgusting. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Do you have an outro song? Da da da, goodbye.
Wow, that's incredible. That is, that's, that's my favourite. Thank you, Commanders Beetlebrow and Runcible Spoon. Never before have the inner workings of the galaxy come under such scrutiny and the fragrant products of digestion disseminated to so many. Well, time to bring it down a notch now as we rely on the apology officer to tell us who came first, who came second, and who's never had it happen to them before. As Mia Harkness <clears throat> brings us the Hutton Helper results. Welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free dinosaur toy for your cockpit. This week we have the following events. The flying out to Miranda for your holidays, shield. The selling honestly obtained unmarked food bars, cup winner's cup. The bring me a single strawberry in a wooden box challenge. The don't set her off, deja vu trophy. The hero of Canton survival challenge and the sister-in-a-box extravaganza. So, wear your most cunning hat, always remember, Zoe can hurt you, and don't ride in anything with a Capsian 38 engine. They just fall right out of the sky. This week's Hutton Helper results are Zebadian jumped 56,000 light years to come first in distance travelled. Afro Thaws sold 25,000 tonnes of goodies. Top mission runner is Bograt with a thousand mission points. Been a while since it was that high. Alex Zuno handed in an oddly specific 1,509,082,042 credits worth of bounties. 47 credits worth of bounties and do apologies. Fark up handed in 174 million credits of combat bonds. And uh, oh somebody who, who, who delivered somebody delivered seven thousand and fought 74 passengers to parts near and far. Uh, we'll have to look that up in the helper. Give me a second. How did I miss out that name? That's shocking. Let's have a look. Come back once again. Then you are caught Hutton Helper results live. Uh, it was Safia who delivered 7,074 passengers to parts near and far. So, decals for Safia. Noddy, or maybe Noddy, let's hope it's Noddy. Um, so we need you guys to email I took part at huttonorbital.com and reach to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of a pair of blue gloves, an apple with a bomb in it, and River Safeward, which is not Aardvark. No Hutton runs this week, so we're back on the UHD milk and those fig rolls that went out at date 3303. Flossie's running low on woodbines, but I expect she'll just raid some poor settlement for more. I saw Harry with a pod noodle earlier. Amelia's been sat, sating of danger cravings by drinking battery fluid. I wouldn't mind, but it's radioactive and she started glowing. Rudolph has started knitting with his beard hair and Juan has repaired an old 20th century telescope so he can keep an eye out for passing burger vans. I found one of Alvin's old tennis balls and was bouncing it off the walk past the time. But then I got hungry and had a little nibble. It tasted exactly how you would imagine a dog's old tennis ball from under a desk to taste. Still finished it. Anyway, this week 
there is a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing shit, shot, rescued, looted, repaired, destroyed, bought and sold. And you can earn yourself a very fetching hunting decal for doing it. I bet you're wondering how you can be a part of all this. Well, here's a wee idea for you. Why not go to hot.fordemug.com and download or sign up for the delicious new hunting helper. Available in three new textures. Smooth, crunchy and salty caramel. Because everything's salty caramel these days. Let's face it, anything has to be better than training as a companion and then being assigned to wonders. Anyway, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. I bet Alvin was very pleased that you found one of his balls. Snort hid them from him some years ago, as I understand it. Talking of someone with balls, it's time to hide behind the sofa, close your eyes and wonder just why you get a strange feeling right there as you wince as Amelia Hawke brings up this week's instalment of I'm not paid enough for this, or as it's better known, The Gallet Rares Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. Over my years reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest, there is one subject on which I can truly claim to be an expert. Something I've tried many times in the line of duty and suffered the consequences of so badly. There are times I just want to lie under the covers in my bunk and wait for it all to pass. Overindulgence. Well, it seems like a good idea at the time, especially when I'm contracted to test the side effects of rare things. Whether it's Gratian Giza beer served from Hutton mugs sitting on buckyball beer mats, or Chateau de Achillon, sipped from molecular thin indestructible crystal glasses while standing overlooking a wild imperial party. I mean, we've all been there. We've had fun, danced until the sun came up, engaged in obscure native drinking games that aren't known outside that local system. We've had bar fights, listened to the worst chat up lines, held people's hair back for them as they're violently ill. Well, you name it, I've overindulged in just about every way possible. Modern medicine is a wonderful thing. The painkillers and purgatives available are wonders of science, helping you ride out even the worst morning after the night before in relative comfort. Sometimes just sedated and put on a drip. The wear and tear on the body is mitigated by advanced medicines, performance enhancers, and all manner of concoctions that are mostly old wives' tales. Almost universally taste dreadful, and sometimes are probably as dangerous as the effects of the partying. Before I go on, I'd like to remind everyone to drink responsibly. Don't spill any. As in almost all cultures, that's frowned upon. 
except the more Viking drinking ones where getting as much down your front as possible is the way. That being said, in preparation for this week's rare, I've been reading up on hangover cures. And whilst I'm doing it, I've lined up a few rare drinks to get things going. First up, an indie bourbon in an indie Manhattan. One sec. Ah, down in one. Right. Hangover cures. If you're in France, drink thick, hot onion soup the morning after. In Switzerland, they rely on a hot shot of brandy with a hint of peppermint. <laughs> Typical Swiss, always on the hand with brandy. A glass of heavy cream would be the solution in Norway. If by some strange twist of fate or a bachelor party gone horribly wrong, you wake up the worse for wear in Outer Mongolia, you might wish for home when presented with a pickled sheep's eye in a glass of tomato juice to cure your ills. For one of the least metal testing cures, when in Puerto Rico, rub a lemon into, your, into the armpit of your drinking arm. But, um, oh, hang on, time for a Centauri Megagin. Oh, oh, wowzer, that's strong. Oh, that's so good though. This week, oh, I'm over in Noak Orbital in uh, Kachirajin, where they claim to have the most potent hangover cure in the galaxy. They're not showing me exactly what a filter leech is yet, um, nor letting me try one, but apparently I've got to get properly, properly smashed first. Uh, time for the glass of Chateau d'Ah, bottoms up. Oh, wow, it makes my nose tingle, that one. Apparently, the secret is to a really, really good hangover is, is mixing them, you know, grape and grain. Um, here in the station, the use of um, filter leeches, filter, filter leeches after a night out has achieved almost cult status. Being able to afford one, and getting up bright and breezy in the morning, it's a sign of only the most sophisticated of, of carcinogens. Okay. Allow me to rephrase that. Cachirigenians. Puh, got it out. Bass snake gin next. I'm adding some tonic to this one. Right. Oh, jeez. Oh, Have I ever said how much I love you guys? I mean, you know, you give up your evenings to listen to me. And I get such lovely letters from everyone. Oh, sorry. Focus. Right. Um, hangover. Okay. A few more beers. Bit of Lavian brandy. I can do this. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. It's, it's now time. It's now the end of the evening. And I'm still sober as a judge. My host is telling me that I've uh, had enough now. But um, really, really, I'm fine. Oh, sorry. Was that yours? It was such an interesting color. I just, I just had to taste it. My host has come over with a little jar 
Oh, I thought, Jesus Christ, I think I'm going to be sick. This is revolting and it's wriggling. You're not expecting me to eat that, are you? Oh, oh okay, that's good. It has beady little eyes. You know, leeches with eyes. Hang on, what are you doing? Okay, he's just um, he's just opened the jar and, and stuck it on my bed. Oh, he hands off, cheeky. Ow! Oh, crap, the little monster has just bitten me. It's hanging off my stomach. Oh, I suddenly feel very, very sleepy. Can someone wake me up tomorrow and bring me some Alka-Seltzer? Good morning, everyone. What a fantastic morning. And the sun is shining brightly through the curtains, and I feel great. Wow. My room is covered in uh, detritus from last night. And okay, okay, it, it looks like I went the full Cecil on this one. My belly's a little sore, but, um, oh my God, oh, I'm, I'm a, that's revolting. The leech is still on me. Oh, Jesus Christ, the size of it. It's just sitting there pulsing. Oh my God, that's horrible. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to ignore this in, until my host come back. I've, I've, I've paged him. The, the filter leeches are on, on paper. Incredible. Oh my God, that's gross. They attach to their host and feed on impurities in the bloodstream. They give off a sedative in their bite, which explains the sleepiness and oh, gross and spend the entire uh, evening filtering out everything bad from your system, which explains how good I feel today. Oh, my God. But at what price? I mean, ah, you're back. Look, the leech. How do I get it off? But what do you mean it will come off on its own? How long does that take? It depends on how many impurities are in my system. You do know that I work for the Rares Digest, right? I spend my life eating dangerous stuff for these reviews. My blood's probably... What am I supposed to do in the meantime? Oh, thanks. A special sling. For me, it feeds. Thanks for that. That's... God, that's just horrible. Anyway, what? Stay away from naked flames. The leech is highly flammable and it's 90% proof. Great. And there's the downside. Well, there had to be one, didn't there? Okay, right as rain and ready to take on the galaxy and I've got a leech the size of a marrow stuck to my belly. This is Amelia Hawke reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. And I've been fed upon by a revolting alcohol vampire. So you don't have to. I mean, look at it. You poke oh. it and it pulsates. Oh. It's going to take days. To, I mean, the stuff you eat and the stuff you drink in the name of work. I mean, that, that thing is just going to be sitting there clearing you for... Uh, how big is it going to get? Is it, is it, but, but is it full of booze? You know, because can I have a go? You know, <laughs> no, no, booze <laughs> plus other impurities. Toxins. Have you given yeah, that all, to all toxins. Have you given no, that a name yet? Have you given I that a name yet? Because you might I've, as well. Yeah, I've called it George. George, George the oh. Leech. 
George is a good name for a leech. But the good thing is, is that you can drink anything and eat anything you like while it's attached, because it will just filter out those impurities as well. I would not yeah, leave the, this thing on. The more on. you I mean, do that, yeah, yeah, the more you do that, the longer it's on. Giant sandworm-sized thing with a little media attached to it. To it. You know, it's. I mean, you end up with a leak, a giant leak. Yeah, the media desiccated. The welcome my stage where it's who's who's attached to who. Well, it's been yes. almost a week now, and I'm kind of warming to the little guy. I, I mean, I, I, for me, I would just live with the hangover and, and yeah. just look, look a bit out. <laughs> you made proper breakfast. You made eye contact, didn't you? That's when it all went wrong. <laughs> I would, I would go with a proper, proper greasy spoon breakfast, and then just sort of sit down quietly until the shakes stop. That, that would be the yeah. <laughs> But, oh, dear, Amelia, the stuff you do. I mean, how many weeks have we got between now and LaveCon? <laughs> what's going to be left? We're going to have to save something special for you, but you do not bring that leech to LaveCon. I, I will live with oh. the hangover. Yes. What, George is banned? <laughs> oh, dear. Well, look, thank you once again for putting yourself in danger. He's got a band. He's got a you band. Need to get some Georgie- Has he got a cool you name? Need to get some- yeah. George. It's called George. No, the you band's name. Georgie- she wants to pet him and love him and call him George. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. You'll have to get him some pants. George's pants. pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, that's an old one. It's an old one, but a good one. But, well, look, thank you very much, Amelia, for putting yourself in, in, in danger again. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I'll be trying that one. That's not on my list. Definitely, definitely. It, d- it does warm to you after a while. I bet it does. Well, I imagine you feel fantastic until you look yeah, down. Great. It'll, yeah, it'll come right up to body temperature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, story of my life that is. What what coming up to your body? Said no, I, no, I, I, I feel good until I look down. <laughs> but uh, well, oh, but is we face looking back at you? <laughs> Thank so, you very so much it, indeed to everybody, and thank you very much to Amelia. Thank you very much to the apology officer. Um, and uh, I didn't, I didn't spot in that news report nudie or noddy mm. got a hut and decal. But was what was what was that yeah. one for? Oh, that was one of the categories we don't redo. I think it was uh, Thargoid ships killed. Ah, right. Oh, that's going to be that's going to be a hard one uh, soon. We, I would we imagine. Ca- we, yeah, we we count them all, but we don't have time to read them all out. So I'll ah, right. quick scoot in for you. I was. I didn't miss I something. Didn't, I was. Yeah, I've been moody. Yeah, Thargoid ships killed fifty-two. Yep. And uh, Commander Chicks, uh, you're off to play with your big telescope. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Bit of astrophotography. Is it, clear, is it clear enough to see things? Uh, I mean no. the sky, not the telescope. No, no, I'm just looking out the window. No, no, no. Right. And you can see clouds. Commander Flossie, you're, you're you're working on the bicep curls, ready for the next sort of backswing in a in a settlement combat zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you what are you benching these days? <clears throat> you know, some, some big numbers, I'd imagine, with the the weight of those weapons. <laughs> yeah, that rocket launcher is not small. It does not look lightweight. That no. rocket launcher at all. No, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't yeah. mess with Flossie. I'm, um, I'm off to practice with Rampage and Company now. So, and um, Commander Palantir, you've got your, your pencil at the ready, have you? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll start winding. It's all over the floor, but we'll start. Yep. I'll, I'll start winding at the end. I'll sit quietly, cross-legged on the floor, and, and wind. But uh, look, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us this evening. Uh, we will be back next week, same time, same place. Uh, I won't because I'll be somewhere. I think I, I'm going to be catching up with Edelweiss and um, the Babstarcade. I believe. Ooh, or Edel- Edelweiss, as he was, ca- as he was called. 
in the live stream, yes. Edelweiss, <laughs> Edelweiss. Um, yes, also known as Eddie Lee Wise on Sons, both my daughters, yes. Um, but I'll be catching up with them, I right. believe, briefly um, next week to transfer them some items that came from parts foreign. We had to intercept a, a shipment last week and uh, have, to, have to send it over to them because it, it's come from parts foreign, ready for LaveCop. And it's, it's taking, all, taking all this time to cut it, doesn't it? Make, put it into small bags. Yeah. <laughs> deary, deary. It's a lot of, that's a lot of Daz Blue. <laughs> it's, it's a retro Ajax. TV and some pictures and then a complete, complete set of all the Babylon 5 novels, I think, from what I can tell. And I've, I have definitely not be, just... Yeah, they've been better off for the drugs, jeez. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway... Socially um, acceptable. I'm assuming everybody else is back next week. Commander Palantir, you're on the decks I, I've got button pushing. I've, warm, I've warmed my buttons up. Well, your challenge is to have fewer seams than I inserted into the show this week. Done. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Well, on, on, on that note, I am going to uh, shut down the live feed from uh, Metcalf Ring. And I've, I think I've got a button ladder. I'm going to add at least one more seam this evening. So let's have a go. Um, do, do, you want, do anybody want to say something? Take your earphones away for a second first. No? Amelia? For the man! For the mug! For the mug. No journey too long and no cargo too small. The profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading up the tea now to the brim with grass Follow the mug, follow the mug Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Follow the mug, follow the mug Now everybody sing the hot and trucker song Crash into the sun Swivel like the pilot on the Xbox One Alvin at the front, you know he leads as well Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody yells Follow the mug, follow the mug Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Follow the mug, follow the mug Now everybody sing the hot trucker song Anything, anytime, anywhere So shout it out loud like you're going 
ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?